With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Berkshires to the sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 86, Rob Parker. All right, welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. What a show for you today. Former All-Star and World Series winner with the Marlins, Cliff Floyd joins the podcast. Also, longtime New York Yankees radio color analyst Susan Wallman, one of my favorites. She'll tell us what's going on with the Bronx, broken down bombers, that and much more. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. We're coming into the home stretch of this abbreviated baseball season. 60 games, and you know what? It's not what we thought it would be. There are teams still fighting and clawing. This is going to be a fantastic finish. I'm excited when you look at some of the teams that are vying for playoffs opportunities. A lot of teams aren't that far behind. But so far, let's talk about the division leaders, Tampa Bay, AL East, Chicago White Sox. Everybody thought maybe the Twins would win that. People, of course, thought the Yankees would win the AL East. They're in third place. Oakland is over Houston in the West. So that's another one. So none of the three teams that we thought in the AL that would be leading the divisions are currently doing that. In the National League, the Braves are there. We expected that. They're that good. The Phillies are going to make the playoffs as of right now. Then you take a look in the Central. It's the Cubs. The Brewers have basically, uh, and Cardinals have uh, owned that division the last few years. But uh, Chicago has played very well. They lead. And the Dodgers, who have owned the NL West, they continue to own the NL West. Uh, 31 and 12 going into Wednesday night. 
But the upstart San Diego Padres are not that far behind, just four and a half games behind. It looks like they're going to make the playoffs and make noise. And uh, they were riding a three-game win streak going into Wednesday night. So this has been different. Everybody must admit uh, it's hard to follow, uh, you know, with the expanded playoffs. More teams are involved. So this will be a wild finish, the final three weeks of the baseball season here and gone before you know it. I don't know about you. Pull up a chair, grab some popcorn. This is going to be fun. Number two. It was 25 years ago that Cal Ripken Jr., it was September 6, 1995, took the field for his 2,131st game, breaking the record that most thought could never be broken, the consecutive game's played streak that was held by Lou Gehrig for 56 years. When you think about what Cal Ripken Jr. was able to do to be an Iron Man and go out on the field and play game after game after game. And when you think about the travel and what uh, you have to do to be ready to play and go out there and avoid injury and all the other stuff, it is truly amazing. And I know records are made to be broken, but I'll tell you right here, right now, this record will never be broken. It just won't. People don't play full seasons. People can't seem to stay healthy despite all the medical and nutritional things that are going on and the care that the players get. This is one for the ages. Cal Ripken's streak will never be broken. Number three. This week, the Philadelphia Phillies finally retired the number of Dick Allen, the big slugger who played for the Phillies and was a terror at the plate Career 292 hitter, 351 home runs, over 1,100 RBIs, played from the Phillies from uh, 1963 to 1969, and was was a great player. And so people have been clamoring for this to happen. He had some other off-the-field issues, but he finally got his number retired, and now there are people who would love to see him get into the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame And uh, he was on the Veterans Committee and had a shot at getting in through the Veterans Committee but fell a vote short. So people are hoping that that the next go-round he will have that opportunity. Uh, Just for people who don't know who Dick Allen was, seven-time All-Star, AL MVP, National League Rookie of the Year, two-time AL home run leader. He was the AL RBI leader. And his number 15 is now retired in Philly. Some people hope Cooperstown is next. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome to the podcast Cliff Floyd, of course, the former uh, Major League Baseball All-Star, won a World Series with the Marlins back in 1997. Currently, He's a co-host on uh, Sirius XM, and he works for MLB Network. Cliff, welcome to the podcast. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Let's just jump right in. There's a lot of good stuff to talk about with baseball. First, I want to talk to you about the National League MVP. You have Mookie Betts, who's having some season, his first season with the Dodgers. But then there's also that kid, Fernando Tatis Jr. in San Diego, who has turned baseball on its head a little bit 
Who do you have right now uh, as the MVP in the National League? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a dogfight to the end, but I, I, I'm going to go with Tatis right now. Um, but I expect, fully expect Mookie to be that knocking on the door. But, you know, it's the type of season we have, it, man. I just feel like San Diego has finally gotten on the map. So it's time for them to shine, and that dude, that shortstop is a beast. Cliff, the thing that's, that's crazy is if you look at his first 100 games, uh, Tatis in the major leagues – uh, compared to uh, Mike Trout's first hundred games, Tatis's numbers are better. What does that say? Oh, yeah. well, well, what it tells me is he has baseball in his blood, and when, when you when you talk to the kid, you understand where he's at. You understand, you know what he's. You understand uh, how much he loves the game, and then you think about it. You know, you, you got guys on that squad who definitely helping them out. You saw the situation that happened in Harlem, so when he hit the three on everybody was tripping. I just feel like, you know, you got to let these kids play. Hogan put his arm around them. You got some veterans there who's been it, who's been on that road, won a World Series. You got Manny to his right over at third base. He, he in good hands. So I think I think when you think about where, where Fernando is right now, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better – group of guys that they signed around him to put him in a position where, you know, he's going to be successful every time he steps on that field, and they're going to protect him. That's the, that, that, to me, is what matters the most, is, is you protect him as opposed to grounding him and putting him in a dog, you know, putting him in a doghouse because he's young and he needs to learn and blah, blah, blah. All he needs to learn is to keep balling like he is, and he's doing a fantastic job. Talking about balling, what about you, Darvish, and the year he's having for the Cubs? Coming into Wednesday, 7-1 and one with a 1.44 ERA. A lot of people gave up on him. I remember when he pitched for the Dodgers in the World Series a few years back. The Cubs spent $126 million to sign him, and now it's paid off. What's been the difference in Hugh Darvish? It's been simple, man. He, he's, he's cut down the amount of pitches he throws. This game is about confidence. It's about everything that puts you in a position to go out there and throw strikes, feel comfortable, feel confident. Uh, you know, the ball coming out the fingertips is one of the most important things you can possibly have as a pitcher, obviously, because you control the game. You control everything that's going on. So when you look at you, Darvish, and where he's at today, he just he, he's always been able to pitch. The problem is when you have teams that, 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 are, that are peeping you, and know what you're doing. You're tipping your pitches. You have to. You have to slow down. You have to be in a position where, you you know, you can control the game. And I've seen him early on in his career. I knew he's going to be fine. It's just a matter of him saying, "Hey, I can't throw seven pitches." So I'm going to have to figure out a way to, you know, dumb it down and pitch to three, four pitches, and be really good at it. And then I'm fine because they don't. They they putting you out there. Let let it be known. They are going to use you. They paid you a ton of money, as you mentioned, and and we 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 we're just you know we we just gonna we're gonna ride you out. So he had to figure it out. So he didn't embarrass himself. Because as ball players, I don't care who you are, you go out there and stink it up, you embarrass. And he's figured it out. So I'm happy for him. Our guest is Cliff Floyd from uh, MLB Network and Sirius XM, former major leaguer. Uh, Cliff. Uh, there have been all kinds of – we just talked about Tatis, who, of course, his father played in the major league. Uh, Key Bryant Hayes, Charlie Hayes' kid, made his debut, hit a home run in his first game. And on Wednesday, 
uh, Mike Cameron's son, Daz Cameron, yes. who who came a part of that Tiger trade with the Astros for Justin Verlander. He made his major league debut, was called up to the big uh, club. Yep. All these kids, it's amazing how many uh, sons of major league fathers are playing in the big leagues. Are you amazed by that? Yeah, man. I'm amazed. And you know what? I'm also I'm, I'm also old. You know, yeah, I'm we all there. are. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I'm sitting there today, and I see Daz get called up. Obviously, I text Mike because I play with Mike. And then I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm texting young Daz going, hey, man, let's go. And I'm thinking, like, man, that's big bro type stuff. Like, this is what it's all about to me, man. Giving these kids, you know, more, just more eyes on them, more ears. You know, they, they listen to Pops. Obviously, if you don't listen to your Pops and Mike, then there's a problem. But that's why these kids going to be good, in my opinion. The Biggios, uh, the Bichettes, and, and, and the, the, the Guerreros. You can keep going down the list. These kids are going to be good, man. Not only do you have the DNA, but you also, you just... You can just you you a step away from talking to a Hall of Fame dad. I mean, it don't get no better than that. So it, I, I'm not so much you know crazy amazed, but I'm just happy that these you know these guys that I've seen play and played it with um, get to go enjoy the game differently than when they played it. Last thing, Cliff. Uh, there are a couple teams who are playing really well in the American League. Obviously, Tampa Bay is in the lead in the East. Yeah. White Sox in the Central. Oakland in the West. Out of those three teams, who do you like the best? Which is it? Tampa with the pitching, the White Sox with the pop, man, or, or Oakland, which has won like ninety some odd games in three, the last three years. They've played well. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, you know you 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 own something with with Oakland. I've been saying Oakland for a while. Um, the White Sox are not they they're not surprising me at all. I knew it was going to happen. They just need to get Tim Anderson back at the top as a table setter. Um, I, you know what? I, I to me. It, it goes through Oaktown. I know Tampa is, is, is super good. You look at what they've done to the Yankees this year. They ain't getting bullied. They ain't getting punked. Um, they're out there balling. I, I look at Oakland and say they have the depth. Now, is that enough? Um, Bob Melvin has been awesome with that squad. They've, they're, streak, they're really a streaky team. I thought they had enough pitching. Do they have more than Tampa? I don't know. But I've already put, put uh, Oakland in the World Series on TV, so I can't I can't go back and forth. Now. Oakland against who? The Dodgers. If the Dodgers don't go to this year, I, I'm really worried about my man Dave Roberts, and I say that with a ton of respect for him, and obviously no disrespect in the, in regards that they've won seven consecutive NL West. You got to win a chip, and and I know it's been you know for obvious reasons guys hurt, you know, but Clayton this year is healthy. You you added Mookie Betts, Kenley Jansen, the best shape of, shape of his life. You got to win a chip. So I'm going with the Dodgers, yes, but I'm I'm picking the Dodgers to win it. And if they don't, I just wonder. I won't say Dave won't have a job because that that's just throwing out there too much. I would say I'd be interested to see what happens this offseason. No doubt. All right, Cliff Floyd is his name. We appreciate you, Cliff. Continue success. No Stay well. No doubt. No doubt. Appreciate having me, my man. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? Well, with the passing of Hall of Famer Lou Brock this past week, it got me thinking about a lost art in the current game of baseball, the stolen base. Now, Brock retired as the game's all-time stolen base king, only passed eventually by Ricky Henderson, and once stole 118 bases in a single season, 1974. Now, for reference, only one team had more stolen bases last season, the Texas Rangers, at 131. Now, the stolen base went out of style in the age of analytics, with front offices realizing how important base runners were and not wanting to take any chances to give them up via a caught stealing. Stolen bases are not inherently bad, but you better be safe way more often than not. Now, are we surprised at all that Mike Trout is one of the best in baseball when it comes to stealing bags successfully? His 84.5% success rate, second best among active players, only behind speedster Gerard Dyson and far ahead of Brock's 75% career success rate. Now, if only we could have tracked then what we track now. We can see that baseball's fastest players all run the bases at quicker than 30 feet per second with each individual burst at 30 or greater called a bolt, quote-unquote. Washington's Trey Turner leads all big leaguers with 39 bolts this year, 16 more than the next guy. 
and we can only guess how many bolts Brock would have busted out in a single season. And what the that ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe it. My, oh my. Is it foul or is it fair? And now, here's ShadowLeague.com MLB insider, J.R. Gamble. The Yankees are seeking quickly, having lost 16 of their last 21 coming into Wednesday night and barely hanging on to that eighth and final spot in the AL playoffs. Is it foul or fair, Jr. to say that if the Yankees don't make the playoffs, heads will roll, starting with manager Aaron Boone? Foul. That is a foul ball. You can't judge an entire season on 60 games. Boone actually is Mr. 100. That's how many games he's usually guaranteed to win over 162 games. This COVID sprint that baseball is involved in goes against basically everything that sports is about. Baseball is about the way it's designed. It takes a full season to find out who the best team is. Injuries are going to hit somebody this season, and it happened to be the Yankees, the World Series favorite. I say go figure. Several hours after GM Brian Cashman held a rare meeting with the club, the Yankees still went out and lost the next two games. If the sticks are going, the pitching's bad. If the pitching's humming, as it was last night against Toronto, then the hitting fails them. It's the classic mark of an inconsistent 500 team. Boone's doing his best. Look at the Yankees, what they're doing at the bat. In the last 20 games, Rob, the Yankees are batting 176 as a team with runners in scoring position. That's 29th in MLB. The previous 22 games, they were batting 294, which is fifth. Baseball's a game of peaks and valleys, but the Yankees don't have time to work it out in 60 games. That's not Boone's fault. That's not anyone's fault. That's just baseball during a pandemic. Hopefully they make the playoffs, but if they don't, can fans really be that upset? I thought the point was just to have a baseball season because for a moment there, it looked like that might not happen. Stop being greedy and be grateful. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, let's welcome into the podcast one of my favorites, a friend of mine, Susan Waldman, who is the color commentary on uh, New York Yankees baseball on WFAN in New York. Susan, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much. Gosh, do we go back a long way, huh? Covering the NBA with the New Jersey Nets, <laughs> right, Susan? <laughs> that seems like a million your first years job, ago. Your first job, yes. the New Jersey Nets. No doubt about it. All right, Susan, let's talk about the Yankees, all kinds of stuff going on. First, tell me, GM Brian Cashman uh, addressed the team Tuesday night. What was that all about? Well, he flew up to uh, Buffalo to talk to the team. You know what, Rob, when you're going to do those kinds of things, you better win the ball game. And um, he went up, and what he did actually was, was talk to the team and said that it was a positive one, no yelling and screaming, no George Steinbrenner histrionics. It was, you're better than this, and every person in this room is here for a reason, and I want you to remember that, and we're all uh, supporting you, et cetera. But you know what? I remember um, managers used to do this a lot, and I remember Kevin Kennedy telling me once when he managed the Red Sox that um, he, when he had a team meeting and stuff, he always did it 
and he'd end with taking the baseball and he'd say, all right, now we're going to go get him. And he'd put the ball in that night's pitch pitcher's locker, and it was Roger Clemens. So when you are going to have that kind of a team meeting, you better make sure right. that you're going to win that ball game. That's a great idea, no doubt about it. All right, update me with uh, Stanton and Judge. Are, are those guys coming back anytime uh, supposedly, soon? Supposedly, but we got two and a half weeks left. You know what, Rob? This is not about Judge and Stanton. Judge and Stanton were not there last year either, and they got pretty good, pretty deep into the playoffs. This is not about um, people being injured. I know Judge and Stanton are injured and haven't been there pretty much all year. Uh, Urshela is a big loss. He has bone spurs in his elbow. Hopefully he's coming back. And they've lost the pitchers. They've lost Severino, Tommy Canely, James Paxton, and um, and those kinds of things are more important. But I think what has happened here is that the guys who had career years last year, the other guys, the next man up uh, kind of guys, the Mike Talkmans, the uh, Brett Gardners, the um, you know Mike Fords, that hasn't happened now. And the league is maybe caught up to some of these kids that they've brought up. But right now they're not playing good baseball. If they have great starting pitching, uh, someone makes an error. If they have great defense, someone doesn't hit. If they have a great bullpen, the starter gives it up. Um, you know, this has been a crazy, crazy year. They've had a weekend where they had five games in three days. I mean, with doubleheader after doubleheader after doubleheader, it's really hard. But everybody is playing under the same thing. I remember at the beginning of the season, though, somebody told me, somebody said to me, well, um, what teams were you afraid of? And I said, the bad teams. And I mentioned all these teams that are all right. pretty much fighting for the playoffs. Baltimore, Miami, Detroit, Seattle, because they don't have time to realize that they're not that good. And they don't have time for the rest of the league to, to catch up with them. So this is kind of a, it's an interesting thing. I, you know, you, you look at it and and tonight they got a, a, a rookie on the mound, a guy making his third start, David Garcia. He's extremely talented. Um, you know, Toronto's awfully good. They can really hit. They can hit with the best of them. So we'll have to see. It would be nice if they came home, as Aaron Boone just said to me, it would be nice if we could get on the plane tonight happy because uh, they haven't done that in a while. Our guest is Susan Waldman, the color analyst for uh, New York Yankees baseball on WFAN in New York. Susan, earlier this season – which was pretty awesome. You sang the national anthem for the Yankee mm-hmm. uh, home opener, but you had done mm-hmm. that before in 1986, Game Seven of the ALCS in Boston. Uh, what was well, it like before, to do it before that, Rob? When I was in theater, I sang in Pittsburgh in in the playoffs in the World Series in 1979. So, oh, you wow. know, I used, okay. that's how I used to go to ball games. When I was in theater and traveling around, no one figured out that singing the anthem was a way to get on television. I just had afternoons off, and I wanted to go to a ball game. So what? I would call up the whatever uh, um, city I was in. I would call up and say, hi, this is Susan Weldman. I'm starring in Man La Mancha here. Do you need an anthem singer for this afternoon? Wow. And they'd say, sure, why not? So that's how, and it didn't cost me anything. And I've, I've done it like a thousand times. Haven't done it in a very long time, obviously. But it was a, uh, a promise I made to Garrett Cole years ago that uh, 
I said, you know, one of these days you're going to make a great Yankee. And he said, well, when I do, you have to sing the anthem on opening day. And it just worked out that because of <laughs> the virus um, and no one is in the stadium, they couldn't have what they usually have. And there I was in my booth. I was like the only one left. So it actually worked was, out. It was kind of a nice moment. It was. It was definitely awesome. And last thing, Susan, you've been doing this a long time. I've known you forever. We talked about it earlier. And uh you're the third woman to be a full-time color analyst uh, doing baseball. You've done the Yankees for a long time. Uh, are you still having fun? Well, this this year it's tough. This is really tough. I mean, this is a this is a very tough year. I'm not sure I'm enjoying anything much this year. I mean, we're sitting in an empty booth by myself um, watching a game that's being played in Buffalo on monitors. Right. Um, I don't get any interaction. So this year, the enjoyment is is not what it was. But I'm just hoping and praying that we get back to some semblance of normalcy uh, next year. But this year, I think we just have to all just take it and put it out of our minds as, as quickly as possible. I hope we can do that. All right, Susan, continue success and good health. I appreciate you. Thanks for joining the podcast. Thanks, Rob. I hope I talk to you soon. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now it's time for some Diamond Dust with Wish TV's Phil Sanchez. Out of here! He played baseball in college. Now hear his MLB knowledge. An update now on a couple of stories that we first told you about earlier this summer. First, Nashville's bid to bring a Major League Baseball team to the Music City just got a big boost. Tennessee native and 10-time Grammy Award winner Justin Timberlake announcing that he will become an investor in the group behind the push to land a franchise. The team would be called the Nashville Stars and would pay homage to the Negro Leagues from the 1940s and 50s. Timberlake, also a minority owner of the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA, no word yet as to whether or not Major League Baseball has plans to expand anytime soon. We'll keep you posted. And on Wednesday, Major League Baseball celebrated Roberto Clemente Day. And for the first time in the 19 years of the celebration, the Pittsburgh Pirates will all wear the number 21 in honor of Clemente. This is the team retired number 21 in 1973, the year after Clemente died in a plane crash. Across baseball, all Puerto Rican players will also be allowed to wear 21 as well. And all players will be given the option to wear a patch commemorating Clemente. But does that go far enough? In a time where it seems humanity has been somewhat forgotten about, what better way to honor a man who was known as one of the greatest humanitarians to ever wear a Major League uniform than to retire his number across all of baseball? If anyone from Major League Baseball is listening... It's time to retire 21. Now bring in the closer. Strike one. Strike two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA. And it isn't even close. Wednesday night was another great chance to see why baseball is better than the NFL and better than the NBA. Major League Baseball allowed Puerto Rican players to have the opportunity to honor Roberto Clemente, one of the greats of the game, during Wednesday's game by wearing his number 21 jersey. The Pittsburgh Pirates, the team that Clemente played for 18 years in his Major League career, will all wear number 21. All Major League players had the option to wear the 21 patch. Clemente, of course, was one of the all-time great players He was uh, unbelievable when you take a look at his stats. He had 12 gold gloves. He had 3,000 hits. hits. His final at-bat in the major leagues is when he recorded his 3,000 hit. He had uh, four batting titles, was a 15-time All-Star, and won two World Series with the Pirates in 1960 and 1971. And he was the league MVP in the National League in 1966. Roberto Clemente was the first Puerto Rican-born player to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And he tragically died trying to help other people on a New Year's Eve, trying to take supplies to people in need. He was a great ball player, an even greater person, and it's great that baseball will identify and recognize his Puerto Rican heritage, and his contributions to the game. (laughs) 
in the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.